0: Welcome back to Toronto Today. I'm Ben Mulrooney, sitting in for Greg. And time now to jump into what we're going to zero in on. For that, we're joined by uh, City Councilor for Beaches East York, Brad Bradford. Brad, welcome back to the show.
1: Great to be with you, Ben.
0: All right. So uh, there's some there's some news to celebrate in the city of Toronto, that this city exceeded its housing target by 51%, and because of that, unlocked more provincial cash. Um, what are your thoughts on, on how well Toronto did?
1: Well, it's great news, and you know what they say, if you want results, you got to measure it. Uh, we are doing that, and it's a nice acknowledgement uh, that shovels are hitting the ground. Um, this has been a big priority for me since uh, being elected back in 2018. Uh, urban planner by training and, you know, as a, I guess, sort of millennial, uh, <laughs> dealing with the housing crisis, and, and uh, here in Toronto, it's it's top of mind for so many people when it comes to affordability. So. You know, uh, Mayor Tory had actually set up a lot of these uh, changes that we've been working on to expedite approvals, to cut red tape, uh, to streamline our process. And uh, it's it's a relief to see that uh, the industry is responding. We are getting more shovels in the ground. More housing starts are happening. We got a ton more work to do yeah. and a long way to go. But uh, seeing uh, you know the premier show up with a big novelty check uh, for a <laughs> hundred plus million dollars, I like that. He should come to city hall more often.
0: Okay, well let's let's take a listen to, to what the premier had to say. I'm pleased to announce that Toronto has knocked it out of the park. Matter of fact, Mayor, that ball's still going. And in 2023, the city broke ground on a total, and these are pretty astonishing numbers, 31,656 new homes, including a mix of ownership, rental, nonprofit and supportive housing. In total, Toronto exceeded its housing targets by 51%. That's incredible. All right, so you said, um, Brad, that the city can do more. What more can the city do in order to get more shovels in the ground, to get more people in affordable housing?
1: Well, yesterday I had a convened meeting of our Housing Action Roundtable. It's a bunch of the uh, largest builders in the industry, the not-for-profit sector, and we are going line by line through the city's process looking for ways to reduce redundancy, looking for ways to, um, you know, reduce some of the duplication, fix our urban design guidelines and really come up with what we call as of right, meaning you know exactly what you're allowed to build, uh, what is permitted to streamline that process. It's no secret that for a long time Toronto has had some of the slowest approval rates, timelines in North America. Uh, Sometimes it takes as much as three years to get through the planning process, and that adds time and money to the development pipeline all of that gets passed on to end consumers, which has contributed to our housing crisis so we are working uh, you know hand in glove with the province with the federal government and through our own um, divisions at the city of Toronto to make sure that we are we are getting these things approved faster and that is changing the zoning that is changing our pr- process like I said removing duplication um, so that you know people can focus on building housing rather than pushing paper at city Hall.
0: All right. Well, you said it before that uh, a lot of the work was done by Mayor Tory, that he planted the garden and Olivia Chow was able to pick the flowers. Uh, let's take a listen to what she had to say in response to the glowing endorsement by Doug Ford. Today, I am grateful to the Premier for providing $144 million from Building Faster Fund in acknowledging the city of Toronto is exceeding our housing targets. All right. So let's uh, let's talk about where that money is going to go. Do you think it could go into TTT, the TTC t- safety? According to one viral TikToker, uh, they're warning about women's safety on the TTC.
2: If you are a girl in Toronto riding public transit with your headphones in, go ahead and take them out right now because let me tell you what the... F- just happened to me, I rode it four stops, I'm getting off at Dundas station, I go to the doors, I'm about to get off, like, the f- subway, and then I feel like this guy, like, walk past behind me, and he's, like, mumbling under his breath, right, whatever, he walks past me, behind me, and then two guys, like, move out of the way, two, like, big six-foot guys move out of the way, so I'm like, oh, f- like, okay, like, clearly I need to pay attention to something here, and then tell me why, as I'm about to get off, literally standing there right in front of the doors, I lock in, and what do I hear right behind me, like, The breath on my ear, I hear, I think I found someone I can. I think I found someone I can. And he's talking about me. The way I ran out of the TTC, the the way I ran out of that station and up the steps at Dundas, girlies in Toronto, stay safe because the crazies are really out.
0: Yeah, uh, I think she was mouthing the word murder. So um, uh, Now, we've talked about this before, Brad Bradford, that the city has prioritized essentially glorified walmart greeters uh to, to for the su- for subway stations but if there's a problem those people are just going to do what everybody has to do which is call a cop so when you hear a story like that is that a one off or do you think that's a sign of bigger problems at the TTC
1: well i watched veronica's video and uh to be honest it, it's really disturbing um, my daughters are are a lot younger 3 year old and and 8 months and i'm not taking them on the ttc because you know, you, too often you're having incidents like that of uh, things that make folks feel really uncomfortable and they don't feel safe riding transit. Um, and that's what this young woman experienced, and it's totally unacceptable. Uh, as as you mentioned, we have received a lot of money from the province as part of the New Deal back in the fall. Uh, Premier Ford offered up $300 million specifically for improving the security and safety on the TTC but not a dime of that went to police or fair enforcement officers or security. Um, It didn't even go to crisis outreach workers. As you said, it went to 150 new station ambassadors. And yes, the analogy has been made. It's it's similar to sort of a Walmart greeter. They look great in photos, but they're not actually paid or equipped to help out in circumstances like Veronica was experiencing here. Uh, And I think that's just such a miss because the need is desperate for better supports and safety and security on the TTC. And uh, this is what I hear from folks all the time. They tell me they are not coming back because of a lack of service. They are not coming back because they don't feel safe. So if ridership is our number one, if that's important for us, then addressing safety has to be the top priority. Uh, right now, that's that's not where the administration or the mayor is at. Well, And, you know, uh,
0: the mayor has shown that she... Will is willing to work with people and part of working with people is listening to people. And hopefully she takes that uh, to, to, to understand that pe- people do not want to come back. doesn't matter how new and fresh the subway is. If it's not safe, people won't travel on it. So I appreciate you keep banging that drum, Brad Bradford. Thank you for joining us this morning and we'll talk to you soon.
1: Anytime. Thanks, man.